0: seats it's episode seven it's a little different this week uh Ella's not here with me today but I brought in an old friend of mine from OU Garrett Wood how you doing bud I'm great bud. it's great to be on this show finally yeah so uh Garrett uh I just want you to uh kind of you can kind of plug plug yourself in here
1: okay you bud. got a show I've heard I do bro um it's actually new I've been thinking about this project for a couple of years now but I finally started making my own podcast I'm on SoundCloud. The podcast name is the Let's Talk podcast, where I talk about whatever I want, when I want, and how I want. I mean, hey, that kind of sounds like what I'm doing here. I know, but my (laughs) change, mine up every episode, mine changes. I don't really have a plan. I just, whatever sports speaks to me that week, it's my topic. So every week is a different topic and a different style. So
0: I try to keep it different for everyone. Fair enough. Sounds good. So yeah, find them on SoundCloud uh if you want to listen to the let's talk podcast but we're on the cheap seats today and we got a lot to get well we've got a lot to get to so uh today we're going to talk about uh nba season starts uh tonight i record this on tuesday so if you're listening down the line nba would have already started but we're going to talk about title picture who is in who has a shot to crash the party and then we're going to talk about the tank picture uh because that's always fun We, we know who's in that already uh, we got to talk about why, why are they in there? What are they doing? Can they get out? Got to recap last week's college football. Got some more big losses, uh, Iowa, Georgia, big tens getting crazy. OU quarterback scenario cleared up a little bit. Big 12 uh, now getting pretty interesting with OSU beating Texas. And we're going to go over the NFL with the urban Meyer getting a win in London, two teams, one without their head coaches last week. The Browns got their issues and, uh, at this point in the season, we're kind of hitting the midpoint. Who's for real? Who isn't? And then uh, we'll go with uh, College Pick'em. Uh, we use that to preview this coming weekend. And uh, then Garrett will have his first shot at Pillow Fights of the Week. We'll see what he thinks. All right. So let's get let's get right down into the nitty-gritty. Here we go. Uh, so NBA MLB, let's get into it. We're going to do this as a whole segment because – I'm not too versed on the MLB, but I do have my opinions, but I do have a lot of things to say about the NBA, so we're going to start out with that. So, Garrett, what do you think? NBA title picture, the season coming up tonight.
1: Oh, I am excited. I have been waiting for the NBA, basically. I've just been waiting all summer after Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks won the 2021 championship. I really thought the Suns were going to win that, but... I don't see a repeat, actually. I do not see a repeat from the Milwaukee Bucks this year. I see a different team winning it. But the thing is, it's a team that's previously won or has not won a championship yet.
0: So you think a new team is going to crash the party?
1: Possibly. um, I mean, let's look at it. You have the Lakers team that is averaging 34 to 35 years old. The Lakers aren't going to do squat are not going to do squat this year. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> They're going to be contender, but...
0: Look, okay, like, so, I had I have some thoughts about this. So, uh, when it comes to, like, the old man team, okay, like, like, look at it this way. So, we've had the San Antonio Spurs, like, back when LeBron was on the Heat. That was an old man team. They were good. Everyone, like, I, I think everyone kind of liked the old man Spurs. The old man Lakers are a little different. I don't know what it is. They just... I, like, you, you have LeBron, and he's going to do whatever he can. But, like, as much as I love Russell Westbrook, I don't think the the whole pairing there is going to work. Like, LeBron, Westbrook, Carmelo. Uh, am I missing anyone? Like, that's cool. their big three that they, ju- that they got now, along with Anthony Davis and all that. But, like, who else am I missing?
1: You have Rondo, who's come back. Dwight Howard or Dwight. Yeah, Dwight Howard, who is just a big man. He's not really going to do much. Carmelo Anthony, who's going to help yeah. on the three-point shooting, but if, if, he, if he's not, we'll see if he actually takes a bench spot this year. <laughs> no. Yeah, and I just don't know. Like you got to stay healthy, and that's the big issue with this Lakers team is are they going to be healthy down the line? Because we've seen what's happened when AD's out and LeBron's out. They're tumbling. They were at the top of the Western Conference last year and dropped to like six or seven seed. Going into the play-in bubble, yeah. so
0: and then, then you had LeBron complaining about the play-in games,
1: so yeah, and I think the play-in games were actually more successful than he thought. I thought it brought in a lot of entertainment games and gave teams chances to yeah. I play. want that to
0: stick around. I, I, I actually like think it drama. is.
1: I actually think it is staying yeah. around for this next couple of seasons.
0: So, um,
1: so what do what do, you, what, do you, what do we think about the? La- I don't think the Lakers are title material this year. I think they're a top team. I don't think they're going to win. I just think they're a top team. But if I have to choose who I think is going to possibly win, it's hard to say because there's like two teams I'm really thinking about. Well,
0: well let's talk. Let's talk it out, okay? Okay. So, so, you, so you brought
1: up the Bucks, okay? But you don't think they're going to repeat? I don't think because are they going to be another top team? I I think they're going to be a top team in the Eastern Conference, one of the top teams because they still have Giannis, obviously. Uh, who else do they have? Um I don't think they ended up losing a, a whole lot of people from last season. P.J. Tucker left to Miami. I know that. Okay. Um They still have Holiday and Middleton. So their big three is still intact.
0: Still pro- I think they still got Brooke Lopez too, right?
1: Yeah, they do. They didn't get rid of him. So their big three or big four is still intact, but can they run it back? That's the question.
0: Okay, so – um so, we got the Bucks in there. They're probably not going to win. I am a big fan of the Suns finally getting it. What do you think about the Jazz? I, I'm kind of curious about the Jazz. Because I want to know where you, where you think they'll The they'll Jazz stick.
1: year in, year out. I mean, last year everyone thought that was their year because they take over the East, the Western Conference. Best overall record in the West, yeah. Best overall, right behind this, above the Suns, which I think the Suns were the best team overall last year. The Suns, Suns were good. I think Suns are actually – Kind of put this out there, title contenders for sure. They're title contenders. I, I want Chris Paul to finally get a ring. Yes, bro. He deserves it after all these years. But I, the Jazz, they're up and down because Devin – is it Devin Booker? Yeah, Devin Booker. Devin Booker is just – he plays great basketball. He's great around the perimeter and all that. It's just they weren't – he got hurt in the playoffs, which really affected them, and I don't think they had the backup to handle that. Did he got hurt in the finals.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure it was in the finals that he got hurt. Cause yeah, i I think he made it through. Yeah, all that and uh, well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a strong, uh, backer of the Suns, and I was last year after they kind of they kind of proved themselves. I, I, they have they have the best young players to go with their system. I think, out of any other like talent or talent laden team that can go win this, that can go win this thing. Like, cause you look I at 100% the, agree
1: with you. you know I mean,
0: Let, let's look at the nets. Okay. Let's look at the nets real quick. So you got your superstar team, a divas, uh, and they, and we don't even know what's going to happen to Kyrie yet just cause he won't get the vaccine. I'm, <laughs> I don't um, mind. Like dude just doesn't want to get a shot. I have no problem with that. <laughs> My problem is, like, forcing the guy to get it.
1: Yeah, but but apparently he's going to be missing out on $17 million. He's going to be missing out on a lot of money. Because he gets paid about, like, 400-something per game home game. And there's, like, 43 home games this year or something. Yeah. And that I heard the math around it's, like, $17 million. He'd only only be able to play road games. He'd only be able to play
0: road games. And at that point, it's like, is is that even worth it to just, like, keep him on the roster for the season?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean – I wouldn't see a trade because it's going to be the same thing for another team. What are you going to, you're going to have to wait for COVID stuff. And apparently I think soon each city is going to have a mandate for shots at some point. It's just going to happen. So Kyrie's going to have to get no vaccinated way. at some point, at some point he's going to have to do it. Well, uh,
0: if, if that's the case, like, I wonder if he's actually, he actually, it just ends up sticking to his guns
1: goes down in a blaze of glory i would admire that i mean i think everyone will but i think a lot of people would be going out after him and calling him names and stuff but people have been calling him names since the flat earth thing i don't think that phases i don't know why he thinks the earth is flat i mean he said it was a joke he said it was a joke are we sure are we sure he's just joking though he said he was i mean (laughs) we need a one-on-one Next time with him to actually make sure it was a joke.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll try. I'll try to get Kyrie on, on the call. We'll see if he actually. If, see if we actually got here at this run, yeah. If, if, if we, we got him get, on here, let me just get Kyrie.
1: Let me just get Kyrie Irving on my podcast. We'll see what. how let's dial his cell phone up. KD could come too, bro. The one on one. So, uh, Nets in the title picture. Okay, so I
0: see they're the kind of the opposite of the of the sons in my mind like so they have their big three superstars and behind them they don't have much else because uh, well they got Blake Griffin but they they can't pay him very much because he'll just get hurt behind him they don't really have anybody yeah I don't really know who's who's the next best player behind those behind James Harden Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving all of whom will be hurt at some point this season (laughs) Like, the next best player behind that is, like, Spencer Dinwiddie. And when's he going to get hurt?
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I just don't know who they really have. It's just they gave away so much, so many good players the past two seasons to get KD and Kyrie and then James Harden, basically. So, they gave up all their backup players to fill in the spots and to, like, help when one of those three or two of those three are out while the other one superstars on the court. So, yeah. I don't oh. think the Nets really thought that out as well, but I think they were also trying to just go for a championship with all three of those right away. So. I mean, yeah, the East really
0: essentially just boils down to like the Bucks and the Nets. And I guess if you want to throw the heat in there, I'd take the heat over either of those teams. Oh, dude, I think I'm Personally. just going to say that the Eastern
1: conference, it should go the Nets, Miami. Yeah. Nets, Miami, Bucks, top three. Miami's. The number two with Kyle Lowry coming there, bro. I think he's Jimmy Butler and all of them, Tyler Hero, like they're gonna play. They, they got a Miami, fun bro. they got a fun team. They got a fun they team. They do. Miami of year in, year out is a fun team to watch because they're just up and down and always somehow made the playoffs on random years. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. I'm hoping Miami can actually
0: put something together. So uh, before we get into the tank picture, I do want to get a prediction though. Like just like a final. Let's get let's do a finals prediction. Okay. Finals prediction.
1: Oh lord. Yeah. Uh you know. I'm not gonna ask for a winner, but if you want to put one in there, you can. I'm gonna do Suns and Nets. I think the Suns go back to the championship. I think they run it back. But Chris Paul, even healthier than he was ending the season. Obviously, we know he got hurt. Um, and I'm just gonna go say the Suns win it in six. Suns and six, man. Okay. See, okay, so every time
0: I think of this, now that I asked that question and all that I've said about the Lakers, I'm just having nightmare scenarios in my head. Like, as, as cool as it would be for Russell Westbrook to get a ring, I just hate the concept of buying yourself an old guy team instead of building an old guy team like the Spurs did. I, I'm just having nightmare scenarios.
1: <laughs> I mean, he – you know what LeBron James does when he's on that phone? If you're one of the people he's talking to, you're either coming or you're denying a, champ, a free championship, basically. So, hey, you it's your poise. You lost in the play-in tournament last year. so To the Suns. To the Suns.
0: So, so I mean, it, it's either – I think for whatever – it's either going to be like the Lakers just coming out of nowhere with their old man team or the Suns against yeah probably probably the Nets like all odds kind of point to that but
1: I'd hate to see the Lakers and the Nets in the finals that would be the worst that would be and everyone wanted that last year I I was so glad we got some two different teams who we don't really talk about in the play in the championship game or title game you had the Suns and Bucks like that was a good series
0: no it was I mean what, what was it uh
1: yeah, it was Bucks and and six. six, right? Yeah, because Suns won the first two, and then Bucks Man. won. And Bucks won I, the last four. I so thought the Suns were gonna actually pull that out. They went up two zero. I
0: was just thinking to myself, this is gonna be great. Chris, it was gonna be
1: so good if they actually just pulled it off because they were up two zero in the series. Everyone was on the hype, especially the guy that called four zero in the Denver series. I mean. That's
0: it. that's another team I forgot I forget about though Denver.
1: I mean, I you,
0: they probably but, the finals team, but I think they could give anyone in the West run for
1: the money. Yeah, but you have to think Jamal Murray is going to be out most of the season because he got injured. He injured himself or had an ending ending season injury towards the end of the Sun series, so he'll probably won't come back till like later in the season. But because Jokic can't do it all by himself there, bro. Jokic cannot do I that know. all by but himself in Denver. Still got Jeremy Grant. They do.
0: Still got Jeremy Grant. Michael Porter Jr. just signed a big-ass contract, so.
1: But the Denver, you can't count the Denver Nuggets out. The past three years, just watching more of the NBA, I've noticed the Denver Nuggets are consistently a top-five team in the Western Conference. So, they're going to be a sleeper team, I think. This they got year. something. They
0: got something. They're so, cooking up in Denver. Speaking of teams who don't have anything – other than maybe draft picks, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's get into the. I want to get into the tank picture here because this can be kind of fun. Okay, so it will be. So top tank teams, obviously. So I'm a big Thunder fan. They're deepest in the tank right now, but I also think they have the fastest track out, depending on how they play it.
1: I I can agree with you. I but I don't want to say that my tank team because I can see the Thunder being a better team than everyone's thinking. They do have the most draft capital space. If we're, in the next if we're better than a lot of people, it's by accident. Yeah, it's by accident. I mean, you're not going to be the worst team, but you're going to be one of the bad teams, obviously. So, like, just imagine, like,
0: uh just comes out and just, like, becomes one of the top three point shooters in the NBA. Giddy, That'd be crazy. Giddy, Giddy's get out there getting assists every night. Like... Giddys looked pretty good in the preseason. Like all the people who were dogging that draft pick, like myself included, I think we were just mad because we didn't get
1: uh to, we didn't get to draft higher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like y'all had a lot it. of drops. Y'all had a lot of draft picks in this past draft. So
0: yeah, I mean, we only had like I mean one of them we gave to the Rockets. Yeah, that was a mistake. See,
1: I don't know, but it, it's looking like it's going to be okay. That's why I'm saying I don't think OKC is my the Thunder's are my tank team. I mean. It's gonna be very hard to say who a tank team is this year because Timberwolves. It's easy. That's easy, but it's easy. You Just throw the Timberwolves in there. I actually, this gonna gonna confuse you. I think it's gonna to be Toronto Raptors are the tank team.
0: No, okay, so that 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 does make sense because what you, have they done? You after? said you said they dropped off Kyle Lowry. Who else do they have? Like they they're still stuck with like Serge Ibaka, Fred VanVleet.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, they still got Siakam, right? Yeah, they still have Seahawks somehow. I don't know how why they didn't give him up this season, past season. They could have gotten something for him. They really could have, and I think they messed that up.
0: They're um, probably just still trying to build around him now as they're kind of like the next wave, but,
1: like – Yeah, but other than that, that I mean – That's kind of that's kind of an under-the-radar pick, though. I can kind of see that. I mean, it's just because of what – they didn't even make the playoffs last year, and, I mean, I thought they were going to be decent last year with Kyle Lowry as the carrier for that team, but – No, they kind of bombed. Yeah, I mean – I don't know. It's just because all this off season with the trades and the bulls are going to be better, which is going to be a shocker. The Hornets no, are. No, they're not. They got Billy Donovan as their coach. Get out of here. <laughs> but you got Lonzo ball, Alex Caruso. I mean, those are the top two names I could think of right now. Got the,
0: got the next, got the next, um, Michael Jordan and Caruso, man. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: You got the white MJ. <laughs>
0: I mean, whatever you want to call them. Uh, We'll see if the Bulls can actually be better. I mean, until I see Billy Donovan actually do something outside of that, uh, outside of that, like, 20, I think it was, like, 2016, 2017 Thunder. Uh, When they they were the first team to blow a 3-1 lead to Golden State. I think that was 2015.
1: Might have been. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was 2015 because I think after that year, I think KD left right after that year.
0: Yeah, he left over the summer.
1: Yeah, he left out to the first but, championship the Golden State Warriors won. Was that correct?
0: Maybe not the first. Okay,
1: maybe the Cause,
0: uh Yeah, because that season when the Thunder went and played Golden State in that Western Conference Finals, that was the year that Golden State went and won all the – like they broke the record for regular season wins. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then KD left because apparently they needed him. Yeah. For whatever reason. I'm, I'm not saying he's a ring chaser or whatnot, but uh, – Oh, uh, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not saying that.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, he went to the Nets and didn't win a championship this year, so it worked out. Yep, <laughs> he still got he still got two rings, though. Yeah, I, I wish he got one with OKC. I really wish that team. They had an opportunity, bro.
0: So we, we, I think we've kind of established like the tank team, probably going yeah. into this year, that's going to be trying the hardest, other than the Thunder, maybe, to get more draft picks. Probably yeah. going to be
1: the Raptors. I, I 100% think it's going to be the Raptors. and Timberwolves are, Timberwolves are just too bad. Timberwolves are just year in, year out bad that you can count them automatically as the tanker team. But I just think the shocker of all of them is going to be the Raptors. What about the Rockets, though? I mean, yeah, I didn't think about that. I mean, Rockets got rid of John Wall, so, I mean – to... Rockets were worse than the Thunder last year. Yeah, I don't even – the Rockets, only they dropped to that Jalen Brown guy from out of the G League. So, I haven't seen much about him. Um, so, I'm not really sure. I mean, you could count Detroit in there, too, as being a tanker team. I mean, like yeah. Kate Cunningham, but maybe Detroit's figure something out. I don't know. Detroit, I, let, let's just phrase it this way. <laughs> Who's actually going to
0: be the worst team in the NBA? Like, I don't think there's anyone else you can throw forth other than, like, Detroit or Houston or Minnesota. Yeah. Maybe the Magic. The Magic might
1: be pretty bad. Maybe. Maybe. I, well, I thought the Magic got a lot of good uh, players in the draft or offseason, but I didn't keep up. They with might them. have, but there's still the Magic. I, yeah. Best bet's probably the Pistons. Probably the Pistons, so.
0: And I don't think the Pistons are going to be good anytime soon, I, regardless if they got Cade Cunningham. Like, yeah. When you're a tank team, getting out of it comes – it comes from being – like, do you have a good front office?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, are you drafting the right guys? Are you coaching them right? Like, there are well-run organizations that tank. I think the Thunder yeah. are a good example of that. They seem to have a decent path picked out for them. And by that, I mean, everybody can pass – Everybody seems to be at least decent at playing defense. Yeah, just got they just got a whole bunch of like guys that have wingspans like the size of trucks, <laughs> like the length of a bus, and that's that. It's it's they're kind of following like a maybe maybe like a seventy sixers blueprint, which I don't exactly like
1: because uh, Ben Simmons is kind of a jerk. <laughs> I don't- Ben Simmons thinks he's all bad, and personally, I think Ben Simmons needs to check himself before he wrecks himself even worse. I mean to be fair to be fair
0: uh it's not like the seventy sixers were ever really bad they're they, he is kind of he he's holding the back from getting over the hump, but once they trade him like use everyone knows Ben Simmons can't shoot right so what are they what are they actually gonna get from this like if they trade this six, like six what is he six eight? I, don't I think know. six eight, six seven, one of the one of the heights. He's a big freaking point guard who can ball handle and pass, play defense, but he doesn't put up any points because he's afraid to. Dude can't even shoot free throws. Like what what realistically can you get from
1: that? Bro, he was scared to shoot the ball in game seven and open layup. <laughs> he literally passed it to his teammate. Well, that's that's and his my point. Missed.
0: That's my point.
1: The dude's afraid to shoot an open layup. I I don't know what team is gonna what you're gonna get from a team because if you trade Ben Simmons, what you, what is that team getting? A defensive player, not a shooter. And everyone needs a shooter right now to keep up with the way other teams are scoring so much points. He's kind of a he's got him in a bad
0: spot. And I think he's put himself in a bad position now with his general
1: attitude his attitude is not there um and doesn't even want to deal with him anymore and Embiid's like and bead's basically not being there to be his babysitter and there to be with the team make the team better figure out what the lineup should be figure out who's going to help win he doesn't have time to babysit Ben Simmons and no one wants to deal with Ben Simmons basically on the team is what I'm hearing and there to be the best big man in the league bro he could <laughs> You know, if he didn't miss those 10 games this past season, he would have won MVP? Probably. He probably would have. Yeah. Like,
0: like as far as I know, I don't watch a whole – I didn't watch a whole lot of, of uh, Joel Embiid outside of college. I just kind of see his highlights now on ESPN. Yeah. Dude's got attitude, and the dude – he can shoot now, can he? He couldn't shoot in college. He couldn't.
1: He can shoot he very just, well now.
0: At KU, he'd just throw down. he just throw down. Oh, he went to KU? Yeah, he went to KU. I
1: did not know that.
0: Yeah, he went to KU for a, for a year. Dang, and uh, yeah, so best, my best friend, Henry, who went there, like we were still in high school at the time. He was saying like, man, I don't want him to go to the league. Dude can't even drive yet. Because <laughs> the, yeah. the dude came from Africa and doesn't
1: know how to drive. I
0: but, mean, he's gonna go, but he's going to go to the NBA. <laughs> I
1: mean, you don't have to learn to drive. You can have someone else drive you if you're a great NBA player. You can just have that Uber all the time. Pick you up from your house. Take you to the facility. Take you out to eat. Take I mean, you wherever yeah, you want to go. Mean, Floyd Mayweather's got somebody to read for him. So, <laughs> I mean, I might need that soon. Floyd might be hitting you up for that one.
0: I need, I need my, I need somebody to read this for me.
1: <laughs> can someone read this book for me?
0: <laughs> my name's no. Garrett. I'm 22, and I never learned how to read. I never oh. learned how to read. <laughs> so uh, we did touch on Joel Embiid for MVP. Who do you actually think is going to be MVP? Because I don't think it's going to be Joel Embiid because usually it's best
1: player on the best team. Yeah, so Embiid's definitely not going to be the MVP this year. I don't think – I think the Sixers are going to be a top five team in the Eastern Conference. Don't get me wrong. But I think we're going to be looking at either a Devin Booker, a Luka Dontage, or a KD. And those three. Oof. Those three. And they're right – Two of them make sense. The Devin Booker right now, I just kind of threw in there because no, I, that's that's possible. I mean, if he starts shutting it down defensively and putting up the same kind
0: of shooting numbers, I think that's possible. And um, the reason
1: for Luca is because he has Jason Kidd as his new head coach, and I think Luka is just going to ball out this year. And I think they're going to Mavs are making it out the first round playoffs. You heard it first; they're going right. to make it past okay. the first round.
0: I ha- I wanted to ask you about the Mavs at some point. During the segment, okay i I don't know uh what exactly having Jason Kidd will do, yes, he's like a former player and all that, but he wasn't he wasn't that he didn't, wasn't getting the job done at the Bucks. okay, he wasn't getting the job done at like wh- what was he no was he at the nets before that he was just at the Lakers yeah, but I'm talking about like as a head coach because he's had head coaching jobs before. oh yes, I do not know where he's been at then. okay, well, I know he was at the bucks. He okay. was at the Bucks early on in Giannis's career, and they were starting to like get some. They're starting to gain some traction, but they just could not. They couldn't get the job done. I just don't know if he can do it, because we know Porzingis is going to be hurt all the time.
1: Uh, and, like who else do you have other than other than Luca? Can like yeah, we, we got Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. Okay. Don't count him out. He came with uh, Porzingis, so do not count him out. Jalen Brunson who's going to go off. Boban, who everyone finally realized is a key player on the Mavs because of the playoffs. Boban went off on the Clippers, by the way. Um, You have – who else do you have? Kaliba. You have Willie Colley-Stein, Josh Josh Green. Um, I mean, you're stacked, but I don't think – a lot of the
0: radar players, I think.
1: Yeah, the Mavs didn't really get anyone good this offseason. I mean, they got rid of Josh Richardson finally, which I don't even know why we traded for him last – this midseason last year. That was just a terrible add-on. I think he hurt the team overall. Um, but I don't know. I think this Mavs team, they're going to make it to the second round of the playoffs, second only, not not past that. But I think Luca has a better yeast season and is happier towards the end with everyone. He definitely gets the media coverage. Like
0: uh, people does. know how good Luka is. He gets the media coverage. I just don't know if the Mavs themselves will be good enough to get him to that MVP spot. But I mean, like if, if Shohei can be the MVP candidate that he is in the MLB, then yeah, sure. Luka can like I mean, it really just, we, all, we and- all know how bad the angels are. Oof.
1: Shohei yeah. does not deserve MVP. <laughs> He he did not, but I mean, he only he got it because he was a he was able to play pitcher and hit the ball. So Asian Babe Ruth, <laughs> <laughs> that's why he got it.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude can slug though. I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna discount that Shohei is a fantastic player, but to be an MVP, like I'm I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the whole best player on the best team kind of deal. Like if you affect your team. The most and get and like make them overachieve then then you deserve to be an mvp Mm -hmm. like your team doesn't get here without you that's why russ won that mv won mvp like that first year after kd right yep exactly like without russ thunder don't do squat they're a tank team sadly so sadly like that. That's why I don't think Shohei deserves that spot. Luca, Luca, I think could probably he'd be in a position to do that this year.
1: I just and don't then, know if they'll be good enough across the board to get it done. And I understand where you're coming from that, and I 100% believe that Mavs have to somehow give Luca this opportunity to win every game. Because if you don't, then Luca's chances of being MVP odds slip. Your chances of keeping Luca long term and like hopefully clock, for the Yeah, clock's ticking on that long-term contract. Because <laughs> he he got it. He finally got his one his five-year deal, his after his rookie contract. So he's gonna get paid like 210 million for five years. But after that five years, if they haven't won a championship, Luca's leaving. Like Luca doesn't want to stay there if he can't win a championship. I would hope he would like to because of what Dirk did. He stayed with the Mavs the whole time he was there and finally won a championship later on. But Porzingis has to be healthy the whole year. Um, Hardaway's got to be consistent. Jalen Brunson's got to be consistent. Luka has to be able to have shooters around him. And the defense for the Mavs really needs to step it up because that's the main issue. It's been pretty bad. It has been very bad. So um, how about most
0: improved player? Uh, shoot. Most improved. I'm just. Probably... I, I'm gonna throw out Dort real quick. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. I'm gonna
0: throw out Dort. I'm biased. <laughs> uh, but like, I I think most improved player is probably the only kind of only only award that a, like a tank team player can win, which is why I'm gonna I'm I'm make I'm gonna make my case. Start it out now. Lou against Dort for most improved player of the year because Shay's Shay already won it. I think. Okay. I think Shea already got that the year that uh, the year that they lost in that in Game Seven to the Rockets, the COVID year. Oh. Should have won that one. Yeah. Should have won that one. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I give it to Dort. Shooting's going to get better. Defense is going to be exactly where it should be. I think he's got he's got a chance to win it. The problem is the Thunder probably won't win enough to get it to to get it to him. So.
1: No, probably not. Um, I think you're going to be shocked by who I say as most improved. Um, Just because I've seen him the past couple years go from one team to another team to another. Now, this is – the family, everyone's kind of sick and tired of this family in the NBA. We're just going to go and say it's Alonzo Ball, I think, who's been most (laughs) improved.
0: No, well, okay.
1: He started with the Lakers when he got drafted. Yeah. Now, we all saw how crappy he played then. Now, his past two years or so, he was with the Pelicans. No, he has gotten better. I I do agree with you on that. Progressively better in his threes and just playing better defense. And I think with the Bulls and just all the added players they brought in around him, like Caruso and all that, I think Lonzo Ball is actually going to ball out this year and probably win most improved in our category. But, yeah.
0: No, yeah. No, I, I don't think that's an awful pick, actually. Uh I was thinking in my head, like Tyler Hero might be a guy who could get that. Even that though I'm not sure one. even though I'm not sure if like he can already do much better than he already
1: is. He proved himself in the um bubble championship Tyler Hero did. So yeah. that was a big coming like showing yourself. And then you had a crappy season last year. So you went from top of the top of top to lower end type of player. But I'd be cool to see Tyler Hero be most improved, but I'm gonna have to stick with the Lonzo Ball. No,
0: I, I can I can ride with Lonzo though. I mean I the ball family as annoying as they are. He, I, I love how the, all of the kids kind of dissed them, themselves from LeVar. Yeah. Hey, did you see the big baller brand came out with a new shoe? No, I did not. They came out with a street shoe. Hold on. I'm just gonna Oh gosh. I'm gonna try to pull this up here and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna show you. It's like a new it's like a new street shoe. It looks like a crappy Converse or whatnot. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, uh, hey, Did
1: ball. you know that all three of the kids are actually in the NBA? Leangelo's not in there. Yeah, he's with the Hornets now. They actually signed him. Ah, but Lavar Le- said he's the worst one. <laughs> yeah, but you know he's just a bench player, so he's gonna stick behind his younger brother and just watch him and hopefully get better. Leangelo's <laughs> not. No, he, he ain't in. <laughs> I mean, just oh, here we go. Here we go. Here's in a China. So, yeah, so here's here's one of them. Just, just take a look at that. Oh, Lord, I wouldn't even order those. No, they that looks they, like that looks like definitely old Converse, like back in the
0: I know that's early what I'm 2000s, saying. They just look though. like old Converse. And if you look at them like dead on, like if you look at them on the desk that uh, LeVar was presenting them on, they just look like big freaking platforms. <laughs>
1: He, they need to just stop yeah. doing everything and just let there their sons go. carry the name out. Oh, my gosh. Like. Look at his face in that picture. He looks disappointed. He looks disappointed in his own shoe. His own creation he made, he's disappointed in it.
0: Oh, oh, I didn't even see this. The head, uh, So uh, the headline of this, uh, this little article on sneaker news, I don't know if it's reliable, but, it, I mean, it's sneaker news. How reliable does it have to be? Big baller yeah. brand returns to, to retail with LeAngelo Ball designed sneakers, delusionally priced at 695 to 895. Hang on, hang on. Like those are almost like depending on which ones you get, you could be buying like a $900 sneaker designed by LeAngelo Ball. But <laughs> the, wor- hey. the worst of the Ball brothers <laughs>
1: dang like they really doing this him dirty like they are doing him dirty no if
0: i want to buy like a like a converse kind of looking shoe i'm gonna buy shea Gilders alexander's shoe oh his his reason his are reasonably priced and they actually look pretty sweet i've actually seen those they're pretty they're pretty exactly like i'm not gonna buy big baller brand because like why I think I saw a guy
1: the other day just walking around campus up here in Stillwater wearing big baller brand. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Are you sure it wasn't Cade Cunningham coming back because he knows the Pistons aren't going to do good. Cade Cunningham wouldn't get caught dead wearing big baller brand. Yeah.
0: So do you, do you you want to talk about most overpaid players? Cause I like that. That's a thing we could talk about, but like. I think it is. Okay. All right. So who who are some people we want to lay out here? Uh, Let's pick Kyrie on the table. Kyrie on the table. Well, he's kind of overpaid for different reasons. Yeah, okay, different he's reasons. He's overpaid so. for different reasons. Um, how about I don't know what kind of contract Carmelo
1: got. I think Carmelo's on a one-year deal. Oh, he probably he's not overpaid then. No, he's he's paid just what he should be. Yeah. What's the
0: what what's the deal with with uh Damian Lillard? I'm just kind of listing off
1: uh superstars right now. Um <sighs> Damian Litter, I think he's I'm not 100% sure with this contract. Um, I want to say he's got another two years on it, but I could be wrong in multiple ways. Well, let's see. So I'm
0: trying to think of people with like, who are some teams in the luxury tax that we could look at?
1: <laughs> I don't know, bro, because it's just all these players that got switched around this offseason and everything. Um, I guess Ben Simmons would be one player who is getting overpaid Hmm, just because he has a four-year contract still yeah. over $195 million with the 76ers. And he's already lost out and maybe given up $3 million since not being there for any of the preseason games, the meetings to begin with. Because Ben Simmons is only – been in philly for four days or so all right so i got i got five guys
0: here i'm gonna, just gonna list them off uh rudy gobert okay okay rudy gobert really really good defensive player but dude can't shoot he's he's just an under the basket guy i can see why they'd be thinking that uh yeah. cj mccollum i think is fair that might be fair
1: yeah he's not the most consistent player on the court but I think that is fair to say. All right. And then
0: uh, Draymond Green is an interesting one looking at this.
1: That's interesting because Draymond Green's a good defensive player, but you are looking at a player who gets ejected a lot. Gets ejected, lot of, gets into foul trouble. A lot of foul trouble and usually ends up paying back to He's the He's one of the one of those
0: heart and soul of the team guys though. I, I don't yeah. like him. Kicks people in the nuts. I'm not <laughs> gonna name names, but he kicked Stephen Adams,
1: and that's the one time. Yeah, he did uh, multiple times actually.
0: Uh, and then Terry Rozier is up there, scary Terry. It? Played for the Celtics. Oh, okay. okay. Remember was... that one year that like he just had this random good playoff run, and then they just started paying him all this money.
1: Yeah, and then he, and then the next year he, then he swindled the Hornets.
0: <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's that's what they're showing. Like they, yeah, swindled the Hornets. Three-year deal worth fifty-six point seven million. <laughs> <laughs> he's making all this money, and he's not even that good. Nope. And then number one, uh, San Tobias Harris with the Sixers. Hmm. That's interesting. Five year, $180 million deal. Yeah, that's just, just definitely overpaid. I mean, the Sixers. I mean, okay, so he, so I'd say he's, uh, he's probably overpaid, but like he got all that money just because he's a big guy who can actually shoot. Mm hmm. Question. Do you think Porzingis is, is overpaid? His contract is pretty massive and he gets hurt all the time. I think he does fit that bill. He also doesn't play
1: defense. He I mean, he can't shoot anymore either. Yeah. So he so,
0: he'd fit the bill for an overpaid player for sure. You know what? Let's just stick with that. Porzingis yeah. might be our most overpaid player. <laughs> Overrated, overpaid. Yep.
1: He's a unicorn but unicorns he, get hurt a lot apparently. They do, bro. It's just a sad thing to see a unicorn get hurt every season and then he gets he gets upset because people talk bad about him. Well, if you didn't get hurt all the time, we wouldn't talk bad about you. Stop getting hurt, man. <laughs> all right. So um
0: let, let's get into the MLB playoffs because they're starting to heat up here. They are. Uh so recording on a Tuesday. Uh the Braves will be playing the Dodgers in LA tonight. Yesterday they had a travel day. Yes. And uh, they're taking their 2 0 lead into, into Dodgers territory for three games where they got swept in the last season of the regular, in the last uh, series of the regular season. Inter- kind
1: of an interesting uh, thing, though. I really, really do want the Braves to win this, though. Oh, I do too, bro. I mean, no one wants to see the Dodgers go back to the World Series and win it all again. In baseball, you don't like to see back to back teams win it you want to see new teams and especially with the braves being just as dominant as they were last year in the same scenario playing the dodgers for the second year in a row actually i think every everyone wants the braves to win yes let's see who's pitching
0: tonight oh geez uh so looking like uh braves gonna throw charlie morton yeah uh dodgers are gonna throw walker bueller
1: Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great last name.
0: Yeah, so uh Morton's they're, they're both sitting there with 0-1 records, so they're not throwing their top guys tonight. But Morton's sitting here with uh which I you... ERA, nine innings pitched.
1: 14 K's to two walks, though. Uh I mean I don't think you have to start your best pitchers tonight because it is game three and yeah. the Braves are already up 2-0. So, I say, if you do have to throw a game, make it game three. Throw the first game on the road. Like, throw it. Give it to the Dodgers, basically. Don't throw it. Okay, don't don't throw throw it. (laughs) But if you're playing to a point where you want to make sure you come in to a game four, game five scenario where you need a must win, then you make sure your best pitchers and players are the most rested. So, But don't – you're not going to want to throw the game, obviously, but if it gets to the point where the Dodgers are just walking away with it, then I just say blow it and give it up. So how do
0: you – you you think Maddie Freeman or just any of the – do you think the Braves get a third walk-off in a row?
1: (laughs) I don't know, bro. because this is the first time we've had two walk-offs like that. I mean, it's amazing to see – it would be awesome to see it for the third time in a row, but I think that streak has come to an end. Who, exactly. do you think's gonna, who do you think is going to win tonight, then? For being back in in L.A. think, think the Dodgers are going to take it. That's, how, that's what it sounded like to me. I want to say, yes, the Dodgers are going to take it because it's the first game home. But I'm saying this, and it's the only game the Dodgers are going to win in the rest of the series. They're going to win game three, and the Braves are going to win game four and five. And That's pretty big
0: because that means they're going to –
1: that's what I'm saying, bro. You don't have to start your best pitcher tonight. Just throw a throw a pitcher in there, have some fun, see what you can learn from it, and go from there. The Dodgers are going to be trying to learn also, but if I'm the Dodgers, I'd play my best players right away. I mean, they do need a win. It's kind of, it kind of is a must win for them. At this point, it's a must win. Yeah. If you're on the if you're coming home, it's a must win. Now, like going into the Houston
0: Astros Red Sox series, though. This is also kind of a must-win for the Astros.
1: It's a must-win, and just – they played last night. So, obviously, as you said, we were recording on Tuesday. Astros played the Red Sox Monday night, and the Red Sox crushed them 12-3. to 3. I mean, they had – Boston's been getting grand slams the past two to three games, yeah, actually. I think I
0: actually. Yeah, I think I saw that. Like, they've just been getting grand slam
1: after grand slam. And – you have to think – I think it's the same, like, 2017 and 2018. These teams have, like, had controversy stories with each other. Astros, obviously, the cheating scandal. When, when are not, this series is cheating the hardest? So I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I, I think it's the truth. I mean, both of these teams are cheaters. No one talks about the 2018 Red Sox being as cheaters. I mean, you talk crap about the Astros, but you can't talk crap about the Boston Red Sox. I mean, come on. I mean, well, but the Astros were cheating for longer. Okay, true, true. So,
0: so looking at the their game tonight, uh, on Tuesday night, not Thursday, because yeah, because <laughs> when we're recording this, uh, starting pitchers tonight: Zach Greinke versus Nick Pavetta. Greinke's only pitched one inning this postseason.
1: Yeah, I've never seen this dude. I've never seen this dude in my life for the Astros. Ever seen Grinky? Never seen him. They got him from the
0: Diamondbacks. Maybe that's why I just never seen him. He's pretty good. I uh, I am surprised he only pitched one uh, one inning this postseason because he is a pretty big name pitcher. I've I mean, never heard like, of I've never heard of Pavetta, but I've also given I've also been kind of slow on following the MLB this year.
1: Yeah, I mean. MLB this year just was not as exciting.
0: It's just because my team, Cleveland, kind of on the tank train. I mean, I, I'm the Rangers, bro,
1: Rangers, top four worst team this year. Man, so. why
0: why would we follow such bad teams? Only reason the the that Cleveland was even close to like a 500 records because they played in the freaking AL Central, worst division in baseball.
1: Yeah, the Rangers just had, didn't have a pitching core at all. <laughs> And then we so, give up Joey Gala to the Yankees. So,
0: yeah, I i, I got a feeling that uh, – I got a feeling that with pitching tonight, I, I got a feeling the Astros might tie this. I think this is going to be – this might be the more exciting
1: series out of the two. I, I think it is going to be. Series. I think the Astros – it's a must win for them. A definite must win. You're down 2-1. Tie the series up on the road. But I do think this is going to be the, the game Astros take. And I think the Astros are going to go to the World Series also. I think it's going to be the Braves and the Astros. So, I'm calling it now. Ooh. Who wins that one, though?
0: I, I, I'm going to pull for the Braves all the way. Like, they're the newest team in this scenario. We've I mean, seen the Red Sox. We've seen the Astros. Though they cheated. And we've yeah. seen the Dodgers, and they bought their way to, to a, a World Series win.
1: I'm hundred percent pulling for the Braves to win this whole thing. I would root for the Braves. I mean, I'm from Texas. I'm not from Houston, so I don't have any affiliation with Houston anymore, sadly, but <laughs> I mean, just being a Texas boy or man, who knows? You want to root for the Astros is the home state team, but I want to say the Braves are going to win it all. I think the Braves are logistically the strongest team, I mean you could say that about the Astros because year in, year out, they're always in the playoffs and going to the World Series. because they're cheating. Yeah. But I <laughs> I if it's the Astros and Braves to the World Series, Braves win it all. That'd be so that would be so cool. What do you if the okay, so say it is the Braves and Astros. What are they what are they winning it by? Like game wise. Oh, uh I don't know. Baseball's one of those games it's really
0: easy to see a game go into – seven to like see a series go to seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah let's let's do let's do Braves in seven. Oh, okay okay we've had some we've had some good World Series sets the last few years we have with the exception of that Braves Dodgers one
1: yeah upsetting was, upsetting very upsetting I didn't even want the Dodgers to go last year I know
0: <laughs> we're, we're in consensus here Astros gonna fall to the Braves in that World Series. I'm, I'm really hoping that happens. It would be a cool World Series to see. I know a lot of people want to see the Dodgers-Astros. I'm not here for that. Kind of dislike both of them at this point. Like, I, if I want to flip a table if the Dodgers get into the World Series again. Like, big market teams just make me sick. Obviously, like, if you listen to this and you know me, you know why I feel that way. <laughs> Uh, you shouldn't be able to buy a team. That's just that.
1: No, you shouldn't be. If, if you're buying a team to win a championship, you're obviously cheating. So. <laughs> oh, you think so?
0: Everybody's cheating. Is is that that's what you think? You think every, all big market teams are cheating? Only I mean, small
1: market teams are valid. I mean, no. I mean, sometimes you got to buy your way to a championship. Sometimes it, it happens. I'm not. I'm not saying it's cheating. It's dishonorable.
0: It, it is dishonorable,
1: cheating. but to a certain extent. There's a little bit of cheating going on in every sport here and there. All right. Well, if you think about it. So without any further ado, we finished
0: up that segment. Lyle. Um, we got to get into some big time discussion points in football Ooh. this week. Okay. Wild week seven after a wild week six. Okay. Iowa lost. Georgia managed to win. I don't even want to talk about that. Georgia just blew the doors off Kentucky. It's not even fun. Uh, big 10 title picture is getting interesting. All right. So we're, so what I'm going to start off with here, this is actually kind of a big kind of moral dilemma here. I saw an article after this weekend, after Iowa lost to Purdue. Okay. It said, Iowa, Iowa's loss opens the door for Cincinnati. I call bull crap on that because Cincinnati had already forced the door open and we're sitting in the top four already. Cincinnati did not need Iowa to lose to get into the playoffs. I think what this does, Iowa's loss makes the playoffs less fun because what this does is it allows the door to just crack open a little bit for Alabama to get in and ruin everyone's time for possibly the most fun college football playoff we've had in years.
1: (laughs) Bro, I'm happy Cincinnati is running the table right now. Cincinnati deserves to be in the top four. They are one of the best undefeated teams right now. The best team in Ohio. They're better than Ohio State for once, which is a shocker. I don't know. I don't
0: know. I'd have to believe it. uh, I'll believe it when I see it. They certainly look the part. They do. but. Yeah, so, like, my, I, I guess to really put my question into better words, was Iowa's loss
1: really the best thing for everyone? What, was it best for business? Um, personally, I don't know because last week, if you know, Penn State and Iowa played, and yeah. I think those two were the best. Well, top- that was the week before. The week before, my bad. Those were the best or top two teams in the Big Ten, in my honest opinion, during that time. And I had picked Iowa for that game and obviously they came back in a good fashion and won it. But looking at it now, I think this loss hurts Iowa's chances of doing anything like having a chance to make the playoffs again. Oh yeah, I don't know, I don't think they're making the playoffs at, at this point. I think it hurt it yeah. opens the door up for the big Ten. Someone in the big Ten is making the playoffs. I don't I just don't know who because you haven't. How many of you have a Penn State team that's one loss, Iowa that's now one loss to an unranked Purdue team, yes, and then a one loss Ohio State team that, looking at them now, I don't know. Do you really look at that Oregon loss as a good loss or a bad loss? It's looking worse and worse every week. Because if if you ask me, Oregon
0: probably should have lost that game to uh, to Cal. Yeah. They really should have lost that game to Cal. Um, I'm avo- avoiding Penn State and Iowa for that Big Ten title. Because uh, we're, we're probably – like, I, Ohio State, as it stands now, they're – like, eye test-wise, I think they're still the top team in the Big Ten. But that's only because I haven't seen Michigan State play you forgot about Michigan, also. Michigan's I did forget. About Mich- yeah, yeah, but Michigan's still Michigan. I don't. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I, I, I trust Jim Harbaugh as far as I can throw him, which isn't well, very
1: far. <laughs> you know, Michigan State and Michigan play this weekend, so it's a they big, do. big, big matchup. They do. Did, did we? Did, did we pick that game just out of curiosity?
0: No, we did not. Sadly, we did not get that game. No way they play this weekend, and we didn't pick it. I'll have to take a look at that I'm, later. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll take a look at that down the line, but yeah. Uh I think Michigan State will have the best chance to cuz like here cuz the the reason I think Ohio State lo- they look like the best team, okay? But the thing is, I don't think they're getting into the Big 10 title game because they still have to play they still have to go and play Penn State, Iowa, Michigan, and Michigan State down the line this season. Like, that is a murderer's row, for for lack of a better term. And if Ohio State can navigate that, then sure, they deserve to be the Big Ten champ and go to the playoffs. But as a fan wanting something new, I am putting all of my heart and soul into pulling from Michigan State or Penn State to pull that out.
1: Okay, so I got my dates wrong. Michigan and Michigan State played next weekend. So, Michigan plays Northwestern, so that should be an easy win for them. But I'm actually going to say Penn State is, I think, my Big Ten team that's going to win the whole Big Ten. Um, Well, I I mean, when's Sean Clifford coming back? Sean Clifford got hurt against Iowa. That's why Iowa won that game. Yeah, that's the only reason. I mean, mean, Penn State plays Illinois this weekend, so that should be an easy win. So, we probably won't see him back this weekend. But – you have – so you have two great matchups in the Big Ten next weekend. This weekend in the Big Ten is kind of garbage, this week is This week as a whole is pretty garbage. Yeah, they're not really good games. But next weekend in the Big Ten, you have Penn State, Ohio State, and then Michigan, Michigan State. Oh,
0: man. Where is where the, the Ohio State, Penn State going to be? Is that – please tell me that's at Penn
1: State. It's in, it's in Columbus.
0: Oh, dang. Okay, that's going to be tough.
1: Yeah. If Sean Clifford is back, they might have a shot. And it's the Ohio State-Penn State game is going to be a night game also. So I'm That's seeing college big. game day possibly going there. No, they're going to go to Michigan-Michigan State. <laughs> oh, yeah, because neither of them have been on it this year. and Penn State's been on, like, twice, maybe. No, I think they were on
0: uh... – I don't think Penn State's been on it yet either.
1: Yeah, they got it for Auburn. Yeah, Penn state Auburn. Oh, was it there... – yeah, yeah. Okay, so. But I personally haven't seen enough of Michigan State – I mean, I've seen who they played. They barely beat a Rutgers team. Um, the Two weeks ago, they barely beat a Rutgers team. Um, or barely they barely beat
0: Nebraska, but Nebraska continues to look better than, we, than their record. But, like, because they, sh- they should have beat Michigan. They should have beat Michigan State. Probably should have beaten OU. <laughs> like, their special teams is an absolute trash. They probably beat OU.
1: You know what? I feel bad for Scott Frost and the whole Nebraska program. I know. They've
0: been so close so many times this year. You just wonder, like, what else What else do they need to do?
1: Like, when they played when they played Oklahoma, bro, I was scared whenever I saw, like, halftime it was, like, a one-score game. I was like, are you kidding me? Is this kinda, how we're playing? I
0: kind of saw that coming because, like, you know, like, Scott Frost lives for – he hasn't been able to – he hasn't played OU since he was in college. And yeah. this is his first time doing that. In a long time.
1: You know, at the beginning of the season, he wanted you, out of that game.
0: You knew he was going to get his guys ready for that. And I was like, I really don't want it. I, I didn't want that game to be a blowout either way because that's just no fun. No. I mean, it would have been fun for Nebraska if they blew us out because, like, who saw that coming? But yeah, I for I was really, really, really hoping for just a good, solid game. One that looked a little prettier than the one we had but one that just kind of brought back all – I was looking for nostalgia bugs. That's what I was doing. I want to give Nebraska credit for the Michigan-Michigan State games, but I also don't want to discredit Michigan or Michigan State for almost losing to Nebraska. The Rutgers game looks kind of bad
1: now. I mean, Rutgers and Nebraska, I mean – for Michigan and Michigan State to both of them to struggle against both of those teams is saying a lot for the big 10 because
0: Rutgers almost beating Michigan is why I picked Is why I picked Rutgers to actually put up a fight against Ohio state. And then they didn't. Yeah. I heard your podcast
1: about that one. And I kind of laughed whenever you were rooting for Rutgers and Ohio state just kind of killed Rutgers blew the doors off and they really let me down. Were there any doors
0: to begin with? There were because Rutgers almost beat Michigan and they they had, (laughs) they put up some big time numbers against like some crappy competition. But the thing is like, that's the best Rutgers has looked in years. So I, I feel justified in picking them. Yeah. The problem is I, I don't actually know anything about Rutgers other than like those numbers.
1: That's I mean, the problem. Yeah. I mean, Rutgers is going to be always towards the bottom of the big 10, but Michigan, Michigan state, I think we'll really get an answer in the next couple of weeks So who should be the top team in the Big Ten. But I be, I'm just going to say this. Between Michigan and Michigan State, I think Michigan State's the better team on the field. At least they've shown that. At least but they've on, shown that because they But won. on paper, it's Michigan. On paper, it's Michigan. On the field, it's Michigan State.
0: Yeah. You got to hurt for Colorado fans, though, Mel Tucker with Mel Tucker at Michigan State. What could have yeah. been at Boulder if Boulder actually decided to pay their guys? Yeah. But yeah, so next couple next couple weeks we might see some clear pictures for that Big Ten title picture. Yeah, the Big another, Ten. Another another clear be crazy. picture. Another clear picture though. Uh, Caleb Williams is now the starting quarterback at OU over Spencer Rattler, which I I hate it for the guy. I really do hate it for Spencer because like I supported him all the way. He was he was an absolute dude last season. Just slinging the ball all over the place, making most, mostly the right choices. But like he was just getting it every step of the way until the season where he just decides to make questionable choices, hold the ball too long. And j- he just, I don't know what it was. He just couldn't play the same way he did last year. I, I heard, I've heard some hypothesis, like how uh, or hypotheses that <laughs> Uh, maybe Spencer Rattler just felt Caleb Williams breathing down his neck, and that's why
1: uh, that's why uh, he clammed up the way he did. I mean, you know how big of a Spencer Rattler fan I am. Even when you, Jalen, you when Jalen Hurts dude. was there, I wanted Rattler there on the field more than Jalen Hurts. You were a huge Spencer Rattler fan. You were an idiot for doing so. I was an idiot, but looking at it now, I I feel bad for the kid. I feel bad for him. This is his second year getting benched in the Cotton Bowl game, which is one of the biggest games in the regular season for OU. It's the biggest game before they go play the Big 12 title game every year.
0: Best rivalry in sports, man.
1: The best ever, and especially this year's game was amazing. But getting to see Caleb Williams this weekend, what a dude. What a dude. Smiling on the field, on the sidelines. Coaches are hyping him up. Players are getting into it. Did you see the video of uh, when they did the um, who's on the like who's the starting lineup? Well, I mean, Where, I was at I was at the game, so oh, you were okay. I fully understand.
0: Yeah, the I, crowd I did, just went I, electric. But I also whenever. did see the video, like Holly Rowe kind of getting into it. and She was like, "Ooh, clearly a popular choice." Yeah, uh, she she got her she got her scoop after she was a little upset for not getting to interview Caleb Williams after OU Texas. Yeah, but I. Spencer is most likely going to transfer, hopefully after this year. Uh, I want him to stick around for the rest of the season. I don't want him to enter the transfer portal early. But most likely he is going to transfer because I think going to the draft this early is a little
1: little premature for him. Where do you think he goes? Well, he's definitely not ready for the draft. Definitely not. I didn't even think at the beginning of the season he was a – Draft candidate because it's his second full year as a QB as a starter for this Oklahoma team. Yeah, and especially after that two lane game, I think his numbers plummeted. I would like to see him stay another year. I honestly don't want him to leave at all because who do we have behind Kayla Williams and Rattler? Well, we do have a quarterback, another quarterback coming in. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, we do. Is Malachi he like... Nelson? Oh, yeah. Okay, so. so... At this point, Riley, you can leave, and LU is going to be stacked either way. But I'd
0: like him to to at least stay through the end of this year before trans. I I've heard rumors saying that like Arizona State would be a place where he goes. He
1: he'd be going back home, and I think that would be a good setting for him to go back home, be closer to where he grew up, his high school days. But as long as he stays there the rest of the season and helps Caleb, because I think Caleb's going to be the start of the rest of the season. Yeah unless something dramatically happens to Caleb where Ryler has to be the starter, but Caleb won the job and Ryler, all he can do now is support Caleb and be there as his teammate. And Lincoln Riley needs to use this opportunity to use both QBs and the playbook. Now I, okay.
0: So, you know, he said, he said he's not a big fan of uh, two quarterback systems, right?
1: I mean, if, if it works and you can win games and put up, if you have two quarterbacks, defense. if you
0: have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. I I am a strong proponent of that philosophy. I want Spencer to stay cl- just through the season because, like you know, the players respect him. He's a captain for a reason. Like he wasn't starting this last week. I saw him go out there as a captain for the coin toss. The players respect him. A His problem is his relationship with the fans. Yeah, he hasn't been the best with them. No, I and we haven't been the best with him, but I mean, especially
1: after chanting, We won Caleb after the West Virginia game. I saw saw buttons,
0: I saw some buttons that people made for this weekend's game, like the like against TCU. People made buttons like for home like for homecoming and all that i saw a girl walking out wearing one of them
1: Ooh.
0: yeah it, it's kind of kind of makes you
1: cringe a little bit yeah i just Rylers time is at ou is is done i feel bad for him i'm yes
0: he, he has all the talent to play anywhere he wants i just really hope he finds the right place for him where he can develop where he can grow uh and hopefully he can build a better relationship with the fan base because that's something Baker and Kyler both managed to do that Spencer could not. Granted, he only had one season,
1: but. But even look at it, Jalen, when he his one year at OU, grew the OU fan base, he fell in, the fan base fell in love with Jalen. I don't know. I think we're more indifferent towards him than you think. Okay, maybe I am because I didn't really like Jalen as much because if we look at him at the NFL now, Jalen's kind of. You were kind of
0: on the wrong end of the Jalen train.
1: I was on the Rattler train, bro. You were
0: on the Rattler train before Jalen even got there. But my point is about like Jalen being kind of like a neutral presence. He was, he was there to build up the draft stock that he wouldn't be able to get at Alabama. He was there to play football. He was not there to make the fans like him and all that. We saw he was a hard worker and all that, but the thing is, like, the thing that stuck out in everyone's minds was during the Baylor game, making the making those turnovers early, the turnovers in crucial scenarios that, like, almost lost his games against Iowa State, TCU, um, the Big 12 championship game against Baylor, I was there for that one.
1: Same. That was a scary one. That – those
0: games uh, where he made those mistakes—that's what sticks out in OU fans' minds. We were indifferent. He got us—he got us in position to win, but he also put us in a lot of positions to lose. And the thing—he at, le- at least acknowledged that. And I don't think—I don't think Spencer didn't acknowledge it either. But the thing is, his whole attitude about it, I think, is what rubs fans the wrong—the wrong way.
1: Yeah, I don't think he took it lightly. That fans were calling for the backup for caleb basically and i think he took that pretty hard honestly i think it because apparently what i heard that he missed monday practice leading up to this past week in the tcu game he missed practice to focus on himself put get his head back in the mindset of being the qb and that's when caleb took over took over his job yeah you got to feel bad for Rattler, but at the same time, it's next man up. And it's the same thing at Alabama when um, Jalen Hurts was doing crap. Tua came in and Tua took over his job. What did Jalen do? He stayed there, supported him until Jalen had to come in for Tua. So the same thing could happen to Ryler where he has to come in for Caleb. But Ryler just needs to find a place, stay at OU, finish out the year at OU, but then transfer somewhere where you feel the best and most comfortable and where you can really dive into your true potential as a QB. And I mean, as
0: far as I'm concerned at this point now with Caleb Williams as a starter, if Spencer Rattler stays, I mean, I think I think OU's got the best backup in the country. <laughs> at least at least by on pure talent alone, OU has the best backup in the country. And that's and why I'm I, kind of hoping that he stays there for it, another year. Because with the Big 12 title picture now clearing up, OU and OSU both undefeated. Actually looking pretty damn good. Baylor also kind of underrated in there. They lost to OSU. Probably should, they should have beaten them.
1: Bro, Baylor is – no one talked about Baylor at the beginning of the season. Like, that's what's shocking me is Baylor, Baylor is Baylor's a one-loss good. team. Baylor is a one-loss good. team. They are shocking everyone right now.
0: Texas, on the other hand, on the big, big time downslope. That's right. Yeah, horns down. Texas is not back, in case you thought
1: that they were. (laughs) Um, Bro, I feel Texas. You lose to an Arkansas team on the road. You lose to an Oklahoma team. Now, you should have won that game. Yep. Texas should have beat us. Texas should have beat OU. Let's just put that out there. OU had no right to win that game. But then Caleb Williams comes in and does. Yep. And then Oklahoma State goes to Austin. And just, you know, makes every fan in the state of Oklahoma and partially some of the Texas fans even happier. Uh, like, imagine being up
0: in two straight games when you got, got a chance to just close it out in the second half and you just give it up
1: in the worst way possible. Dude, they've allowed 41, they're like scoring wise 41 to seven in the fourth quarter. They're getting outscored terribly in the fourth quarter. I mean,
0: more than half of those points are Caleb Williams putting up 25 in that fourth quarter. <laughs> True. <laughs> but like that doesn't change the fact. It's it's bad. It's Very bad. Very bad. So I'm I'm thinking now if OU can make it past Baylor, like this coming
1: November is going to be huge for OU. It's kind <laughs> of scary. Just, you have Baylor, Oklahoma, no, Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma State as the last three games after a bye week. Oh, Only one of those games is at home, too.
0: Only Iowa State is in Norman. And we got to play both Baylor and Oklahoma State on the road. Ooh, that is going to be I'm very just glad fun. that, like, coming up, we got, uh, we got Kansas, Texas Tech, and uh, by in the bye week, we got three weeks to get that secondary looking a little better, going before we go into those big ass games.
1: Yeah, like I mean, it's it's Baylor's going to be scary. Um, I, Iowa State. I mean, I'm scared for them just because of the past two seasons that's been happening with us with OU and Iowa State. Iowa State's but got Iowa all the State... talent to give us a big old scare,
0: but yeah. It, Baylor the, is
1: going to be a. The positioning know,
0: of those games, a, <laughs> the positioning of those games, is just not ideal at all. And I don't it really, like it. It's going to be scary. It really makes the so as of right now, the title picture is kind of clear. If you over, if you overlook Baylor, if you overlook Baylor, it's looking like OU and OSU are just going to play two weeks in a row, once in Bedlam and then once again in the Big Twelve title game. But if you add in Baylor to this picture as a, as a potential team to kind of upset the, pow, the power balance here, like it's very conceivable that, that Baylor gets that head-to-head against OU and then they play the winner of that Bedlam game in the Big
1: 12 title picture. Let's see, the thing is Oklahoma State has to lose has to lose two games for Baylor to get in. And that, Baylor – That too – and Baylor, no. if, if Baylor loses two games, because if they lose to OU, because someone in the Big Twelve's got to go undefeated, I think. I think it's going to be OU.
0: It's either it's,
1: OU or OSU. It's one of those two teams. So the only way Baylor gets in is because they're one losses to Oklahoma State. Is you hope Oklahoma State? I don't want to say this because I really want Oklahoma State to be undefeated all the way up till Bedlam. Because I think college be game an incred- incredible atmosphere. College game day will be there in a heartbeat. You know it. Oh yeah, in a heartbeat, and being able to play possibly back to back weekends—I mean, that's looking like a great Big 12 matchup. Because I honestly think it'd be better to see Oklahoma, Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. How about you? I mean, it'd be pretty cool, but I'm—I'd be afraid to play somebody in back to back weeks. I was gonna be more scared to play Texas in the Big 12 championship, but then after Oklahoma State did a no us Texas, favor, Texas out. Texas yeah. is out. <laughs> They're gone. They're done. I'm talking about before they lost to Oklahoma State, there was a possibility Texas was oh, yeah. in. Oh, yeah. And OU would play again. But after that happened, I was like, okay, I'm not concerned about the Big 12 championship game anymore. So, I mean,
0: also something I forgot to mention OSU goes on the road to Iowa State this weekend. I saw that. I saw that and I told totally forgot. That's the best about game. That. That's the best game this coming weekend. Iowa State's favorite, actually. I mean that—that's from preseason expectations, I think. But also, it—it, it, it's a scary looking game because Iowa State does have the horses to beat to beat OSU, and they got the defense necessary. I think that's better built to stop them because OSU Not. hasn't played a like Texas doesn't have a very good defense. No, <laughs> Baylor very good defense. The only reason Baylor didn't win that game is because they didn't have a good offense. Like they couldn't capitalize off three interceptions. You know, nope. from Spencer Sanders. So, absolutely, and, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna get absolutely wild in these next few weeks in the Big Ten, in the Big Twelve, SEC. Not really, because like, come on.
1: Georgia's got that conference, bro. I'm nobody, ready.
0: nobody in the East can challenge Georgia. And then Alabama's past their tough part of the schedule.
1: Yeah, I mean Georgia, number one team in the country, number one defense in the country right now. Looking as it, the title odds favorite to win it all. Right I mean, the best, best part about the SEC is that it, like if,
0: if Georgia actually manages to beat Alabama in the, in the SEC championship game, the best part about
1: that is that Alabama does not go. No, and that would be great because it could be ban- – here's my – I'm going to do my top six for the, I guess, playoffs because, you know, they do the top four in the like, last two. How hours. do you think it's going to end? Yeah. So it's going to be Georgia one. I think you either have Cincinnati or OU two or three. So you can go back and forth on those two, depending on how Oklahoma plays the rest of the season, Cincinnati. Now for the four, I think it's going to be a big 10, but that's the question, which big 10 team, which big 10 team is, it, it could be anybody. And then I do think Bama will be one of the five or six, be either ranked fifth or sixth after losing the SEC title game to Georgia. And then you have whichever big 12 team lost. The Big Twelve Championship as the fifth or sixth team in the country.
0: So it's gonna it's gonna be a crazy end of the season for like the big for the Big Ten and the Big Twelve because like Pac Twelve and ACC are effectively out at this point. I mean, unless, unless Wake of course, Forest... Wake, I, oh my gosh, Wake Forest can just manage to go undefeated all the way. I wonder,
1: I wonder how that factors in. But they still have to play NC State on the road and Clemson on the road. But Clemson's looking like crap. Clemson's so. Clemson still doesn't look very good
0: uh nc state even nc state's kind of suspect but yeah yeah it's gonna gonna be interesting in those two conferences the two bigs yeah the two big conferences
1: the two big conferences
0: so we're gonna transition into the nfl here uh i just want to say urban meyer got a win woohoo! jags got a win in london uh because they can't play in the u.s so let's go baby urban meyer is going back to the chop house with a win Going uh, to see his sugar mama there. I don't know. <laughs>
1: you think he goes out to the
0: bars this time? He's gonna, that's what I'm saying. He's going to go back to the chop house in Columbus <laughs> where he got caught. He got caught in his own restaurant. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, what I do want to talk about, uh, two teams, one without their head coaches. Uh, Cardinals beat the Browns. Tragic game. We're going to get to the Browns in a bit. And then the Raiders beat the Broncos because John Gruden got fired out of the internet worked <laughs> it's so yeah i there's really not much to say about that like cardinals i think just walked in thoroughly outplayed the browns browns looked flat but the browns had their own issues and have had their and they had issues back with the game against the charges as well yeah so uh we're gonna get into the, like the meaty part of this a little bit here are the browns in deep trouble And I think I've already answered my own question in my mind. The answer is yes. I'm going to have to say yes. The the answer is absolutely yes. Injuries across the board. Nick Chubb already confirmed out for this Thursday night game against the Broncos. Uh, Owusu Kimura, the linebacker, rookie out of Notre Dame. He's on IR. Kareem Uh, Hunt. Kareem Hunt put on IR for his ankle. They were already down both tackles. They haven't been confirmed or confirmed yet for the game. I'm I'm assuming since with the short week, they're probably not going to be playing.
1: OBJ didn't practice yesterday. Baker didn't practice yesterday. I mean...
0: Jarvis Landry's cleared, but I don't think he's going to be... The list goes on and on, bro. I
1: mean... I... I
0: I just... It hurts so bad because the Browns finally had their team. They were ready to go because... Uh, no matter what anybody says, I, I do think with a healthy roster, Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Odell, Jarvis Landry, Miles Garrett, Davian Clowney, whoever they had on that defense, if they're a healthy team, they're good enough to go and beat anybody in the National Football League.
1: 100%. 100%. But they're down like half their roster now at this point. Bro, they're, they're like the Baltimore Ravens. It's sad because both those teams are in the same conference. Yeah, but the Ravens both, are
0: good. Ravens are still good. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, the Ravens. All their injuries doesn't matter. Out. The Ravens so, figured that problem out. So
0: if if the Browns can somehow figure it out, I, it's like you know, Baker's going to try
1: his best to play no matter what happens. I think <sighs> Baker should sit out. I think he should take Thursday night. Don't don't play him. Don't play him. You know, he just re injured his. He just um, re-injured himself, bro. You're gonna
0: lose to the Broncos.
1: <laughs> I mean, they they're missing key players anyway, so you don't have any. You have your best two running backs out. I mean, I Nick think they're best... and Kareem Hunt. So silver lining is at least they have Case Keenum as the backup.
0: Like, yeah, so Keenum's that's not
1: I'm, a bad quarterback. So that's why I'm saying just play Case Keenum because the the Broncos aren't a better team anyways. They're they're about the same. They have the same record. They're both three and three. Yeah, the Broncos played a bunch of crap teams at the start of the year, so. Yeah, so I mean I think this is a you need to panic if you're a Browns fan. Browns fan panic because everyone personally I thought the Browns were going to win the win their division and be a top team in the playoffs. Yeah, I luckily the with the NFL it's still kind of early in the year but like Luckily, in the NFL, you can lose three to five games and still be in contention for playoffs. It, 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 that is still
0: – once again, silver lining. <laughs> NFL season is a lot longer than college. So there is time, there's still time for Cleveland to work its way back, get healthy again. You just got to wonder who will actually be healthy enough for that return trip. Because I think the back half of Cleveland's schedule – is pretty forgiving for the most part, right? Yeah.
1: Of what I've seen, it is pretty forgiving. So they should hopefully be on the second half of the season. They should be looking to turn it around and make a push for the playoffs.
0: Yeah. So uh, now with that out of the way, I just want to to go through a list of a few teams. We'll see if, if you have any other to add to this list. So I got the Chargers, Bucks, Chiefs, Cowboys, and Cardinals. Who is for real? Who is not?
1: I think you left out the Bills. I mean, I did leave out the Bills. That's the one. Granted, they did lose to the Derrick Henry team last well, night. Also, let's—I uh, want to throw in the Packers. I just had that thought. Yeah, Packers. I forgot. Cowboys are going to be right now. I think hands down the scariest team, and that's hard for me to say. Aaron, you know my oh yeah no, hatred they, towards the Cowboys. I, as as
0: as I said, I said on a previous podcast, if the Cowboys don't—I think I said this on the first one after they played the Bucks in the season opening game, Cowboys impressed me. They have all the talent necessary to make a splash, especially since they play in the NFC East, the AL Central of the NFL. Yeah. So uh, if the Cowboys remain injury-free, like, they're, they're definitely a playoff team for sure. They're not a Super Bowl team. No, not they're a not Super gonna Bowl They're not going to win team. the NFC. But they have every – I think they have every capability to go – and make a decent showing in the playoffs.
1: I mean, the Cowboys right now. Dax is looking great. He's yeah. he's looking better. He didn't. He did get injured on the last play against the Patriots, so he did leave the um, Foxborough with a boot on. But yeah. he they are going into a bye week, so he's a tough guy. He'll be reevaluated re-evalu- next week, so he'll probably play next weekend. But. So, I think the Bills are a sleeper team, bro. I know they probably should have beat the Titans last night, but – Do you defend that fourth down? <sighs> bro, he slipped. He, he slipped. I That's think that was is.
0: the right choice. Well, I mean, watching the film, like – I think you the give the it blocking, to your best player. The blocking was terrible. Uh, the blocking was terrible. The blocking was terrible. I, I do defend that
1: decision. I think – You give it to your best player, and your best player at the time was Josh Allen, and it's clear. Josh Allen tried, but he literally slipped, he literally and that's slipped. why he that's why he missed the first down. If he so, didn't slip, he would have had the first down. Bills would have won the game or tied it, and
0: yeah. Do you think they're for real though?
1: <sighs> I do think they are for real. Um,
0: Bills are for real. I- I'm with that. I think if the
1: Bills are for real. Josh Allen, the past three years or four years he's been in the league, has improved year in year out. He's been the only QB to have the most the numbers improve each year. They're not going up and down every other year or so. He's getting better year in, year out. He's developing a relationship with his wide receivers. Him and Diggs play video games all the time. Like He's building this relationship with the Bills, Mafia, and all that to just basically buy in on the winning winning team. But it's not really a buy-in. It's just like the atmosphere is buy in because we can win it all. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, that that makes sense. So, Cowboys, Bills, both for real, we're going with. Uh, let, how about the Chargers? Chargers are an interesting case here.
1: Chargers and Justin Herbert, they are.
0: I'm willing to buy in the, to the Chargers. Like, Ravens, obviously, for real, okay? Yeah. So, they went in. They, it was a pretty poor showing against the Ravens, but I'm telling you, Justin Herbert's got that it factor that I didn't think he had while he was at Oregon. I didn't know why people were going to draft him so high. Cause I didn't, I didn't think he was that good. And then he's showing it, he's showing it off now.
1: Yeah. In Oregon, he did not look his best, but since this year, since he's had to come in as a starting QB after Teddy Bridgewater, was it Teddy Bridgewater's injury.
0: Oh, it was uh, a Tyra Taylor. Tyra Taylor.
1: Okay. It was one of those no, no, two. No, they Tyra, have...
0: Ta- Tyra Taylor was at, uh, he was at Houston this year. But I think he was at uh,
1: – Yeah, he was with the Chargers last year. He was the Chargers last season, yeah. So, and I was right. That's when Justin Herbert had to come in because the health – someone on the actual team injured Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> do you remember that? Where they like – I don't know. They did something to his like chest or something. I don't know. But, but I do think this yeah. Chargers team is for real. I think Justin Herbert is the, is the QB for them. I think they finally figured it out. I can see the Chargers being uh, Super Bowl contenders in the next two to three years. Maybe not this year, but in the next two, three years, you're going to be, everyone's going to be talking about the Chargers and how they're coming up. You know, Kenneth Murray's there, bro. I oh, really yeah. Support him. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh,
0: looking at my list, a lot of these teams are for real. Uh, Chiefs, no. Chiefs aren't it. Chiefs ain't it. No, Patrick Mahomes, uh, they're
1: struggling.
0: Yeah. Cardinals, Cardinals are good. They're real.
1: When are they going to lose? Like, I think they're going to lose to the Packers. I think that's when their first loss is going to come, when they play the Packers in two weeks. I don't know. Do you think the Packers are for real? I think Aaron Rodgers is – I think they're for real. I think the first loss against the Saints was just a gimmick. I think this Packers team is for real, and I think they're going to run the table. And I think – Packers aren't going to run the table. Nobody runs the table in the National Football League. I mean, you better watch out for aaron rodgers. he's He's a sneaky little dude, as he said to the um Bears he, he fans. does own he does still own Chicago. He owns Chicago very well. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I don't know. it still remains to be seen. We're not quite to the midpoint of the year yet, but there are a lot of good teams in the NFL right now that still have to be weeded out, yeah. Probably would have been better to play this game about, like, just a couple weeks ago. Mm. But because uh, then he still could have weeded out uh, – still could have weeded out the Broncos.
1: Still could have weeded out the Raiders. Yeah. I, I don't think the Raiders are going to – I think the Raiders are going to tank towards the midseason with John Gruden being gone finally. I don't think they're going to be able to keep the level of intensity that John Gruden was bringing in to the team this year to capitalize on a winning season but you know anything happens
0: yeah well i i really hope the cardinals do continue to run the table because that that would be the best story i think in the nfl like who thought the cardinals are going to be this good this year i certainly didn't i right. thought the defense is still going to be trash with all the pe- even with all the
1: people they brought in
0: but it's I certainly definitely...
1: working out for them I definitely was not thinking the Cardinals were going to be 6 now, going into possibly week 7 that we're going into for NFL. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Kyler
0: Murray getting it. Might be most improved player, but I think we already saw enough from him last season, so he might not be eligible for, improve, for most improved player. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that might be Joe Burrow. Oh, the Bengals. The Bengals. Oh, they're so – interesting they're they're decent they're decent they're decent they're They're not for real they're not for real they're not maybe a wild card threat i don't know we'll see maybe maybe uh, i think they'll be in contention down the down the year they'll probably be like a 500 team it's better than they've been yeah but the Bengals showing us something they are bro so yeah most of these teams that i listed are for real a few a few frauds in there but uh, I think now it's, t- it's it's game time. We're going to play a couple games. Ooh. Play a couple games. So uh, we're going to get into Pick'Em first. Okay. Uh, so me and Garrett are both in uh, the same Pick'Em group this year. Uh, I think I'm actually winning over you right now. I think – Yeah, I forgot
1: to make my picks last week. <laughs> oh, is that it? Yeah, I missed like – seven of the picks i only made three picks and i still lost badly last week well at least at least you're
0: making your picks now this week
1: yeah i'm i'm i got I'm them reminding this you so
0: i got them this week for sure so i'm sitting here at 38 and 32
1: i'm 35 and 18 yeah i think
0: oh you're really 35 and 18
1: yeah i'm eight okay i'm i'm eighth overall
0: yeah, I'm, a, I'm in seventh. See, I'm better because I've actually made more of my picks.
1: Okay, I'm right behind you, so calm down.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, we're, we're probably not making a comeback to, to get back into the thick of things here. But uh, <laughs> Who
1: is I Chase Young? K- oh, that's Nathan.
0: Yeah. was he in him. the lead? We let him in.
1: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: So, the way I want to do this, we're going to go from the 10-point game down to the one-point game. Because a one-point okay. game is the most important game. It's usually it is. the best one. So, uh, first off, since I have Cincinnati at Navy at my 10. And I got the Bearcats winning that one easily.
1: Yeah, that's an easy top 10. That's an easy 10 for me. And yeah. Cincinnati is going to dominate that game. Not even a question.
0: Uh, Ohio State at Indiana. I have it at my 9. Uh, I Go ahead. You could put that a little lower because, I mean, Indiana – well, no, wait. Michael Penix, Jr. got hurt again. So, yeah, Ohio State
1: at my nine. Easy. <laughs> um, I have Ohio State at my seven. Um, I have someone else at my nine just – I mean, you could really put Iowa State anywhere. I mean, Ohio State on this board anywhere, but I put them at seven just – because you never know with Indiana. They could surprise you, but Ohio State's probably going to win that game. I easily.
0: surprised anyone yet this year. Nope. So um, at my eight, I got Notre Dame over USC. At Notre Dame, that's the the home field advantage is why I have them so high. Mm-hmm. Also, USC's garbage.
1: So yeah, they they tanked since the firing of Clay Horton. Clay Helton. Helton. So I at least got the first name yeah. right.
0: What's 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 your eight point game? My
1: eight point game is NC State over Miami. I have that one at my seven. I have okay. NC State winning uh
0: i i probably i don't know i i just i don't trust nc state as much as i do notre dame strangely enough i probably should put more trust on nc state instead
1: but i mean there's nothing to trust against miami so nc state's an obvious win exactly so you know who i feel bad for who's at miami Derek charleston King? oh no charleston, charleston ram. ram bro he should never have left the sooners but at the same time the sooners had depth in wide we receivers buried so. him got yeah. buried on that depth chart he did sadly he didn't differentiate from everyone else he didn't he just, just tried to, out he tried to be like everyone else and just wasn't good enough yeah so next one
0: uh, my sixth point i got nevada over Fre- i got nevada losing at fresno state i didn't realize that this was a 5 and 1 versus a 5 and 2 team
1: yeah that's <laughs> that's that's interesting yeah this game that game had I put that one as my number 2 because I was scared. But my number 6, <laughs> but my number 6 is Oklahoma State over Iowa State. Mm. All right, I got a different take on that a little bit. But, I, I was I was just thinking you would.
0: Yeah. Uh so so you got OSU winning that one, right? Yes. All right. So uh so at my 5, I got Wake Forest over Army. That army. I'm a little. I was a little scared. I. I really was like, if you could see my hands, I am pinching the air. I was this close to picking Army. If Army had I mean, beaten Wisconsin, which I know wasn't much of a deal anymore, uh, I if Army had won that game, I would have picked
1: Army all the way. Oh, I, I believe it. I mean, I put Wake Forest as my nine point game. It's. I mean, Navy's. Army is going in as four and two while Wake Forest is undefeated. I got Wake Forest just because they were looking strong and I haven't really seen much of Army. All so. right. So,
0: four-point game here. Four-point game. I got Pittsburgh over Clemson. I got a win. Got, it's, at, it's at Pitt. Yeah. Just put it out there. And Pittsburgh blows people out. They, they do. They do. Clemson, Clemson hasn't faced – a real offense since Georgia. I mean, yeah,
1: they—it's they been sad.
0: Yeah, I mean, they should have lost to Boston College. Should have lost to Syracuse. Like,
1: come on! Like, like come, come on. on, man! Pittsburgh's going to win this one. Um. Well, at my number four, I have twenty-two San San Diego State over Air Force.
0: Okay. All right. All right uh three Aztecs. point game got the Aztecs yes sir so at my three I, I have a pretty interesting pick here pretty interesting pick I got UCLA over Oregon in the Rose Bowl
1: I have Oregon over UCLA
0: as my number three Ooh. so I I don't trust Oregon anymore that's just that <laughs> UCLA is shocking everyone UCLA has a decent enough team to beat Oregon. Like, Cal's offense was trash. The only – so, so, really what it comes down to is, do like, can UCLA beat Oregon in a shootout? Because I don't think UCLA's defense is as good as Cal's.
1: Yeah. It's going to be an interesting game to look at. Uh, college game day is actually going to be there for Oregon and UCLA. Really? Yeah, it's um, Oregon and UCLA got college game day this week. Oh,
0: that's why they had that as the tiebreaker. I didn't even realize. <laughs>
1: and it's also a two thirty game, so
0: yeah, that'll be interesting. Interesting game to see. So, uh, so now my number two, we're gonna differ a little bit here. I have Air Force beating San Diego State. I'm gonna, I'm rolling with the Service Academy on this one because I almost picked Army. I'm going to roll with Service Academy to win this one. Uh, I mean, that's a good matchup. I don't know much about San Diego State. That's kind of I, – i I'm just kind of taking the home team here. So, yeah, I feel that. So, I, I think Air Force is a decent pick. I think it's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. I like seeing the triple option go.
1: It's fun. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. As my number two, I have Fresno State over Nevada. Yeah. Um, I have it as my number two just because you never know. Nevada's only a one-loss team. Fresno State's a two-loss team. And anything could happen in college football.
0: Yeah. I I, I was just sticking with the home team on that one because I've seen Fresno do some things. I know uh, Hayner, the quarterback, he's good. Yeah, he is. I don't know anything about Nevada, though, but I think think Fresno's going to come out on top in that one at home.
1: Well, if you think about it, Fresno State should have beat Oregon at the beginning of the season.
0: Should have. Should have. That was a good game. That's why I picked him a lot early in the season. Yeah. So, number one, one-point game, I got OSU over Iowa State. I I am so concerned for OSU going into this because, like, if there's any game OSU could lose, I really do think it's this one. Oh, you got yeah. Iowa State entering Brocktober. Oh. Iowa State entering Brocktober – a top 10 team going into Jack Trice Stadium. It is not a recipe for success for OSU. Dude. I was just afraid. I, but I, I think OSU's defense is OSU's defense travels as we saw it. They shut down Texas in a way that OU couldn't. We couldn't do it. We couldn't do it until the second half. And even then, we were still yeah. letting big big plays through. Sad OSU up. managed to shut down Texas on the road. So the defense is going to win this game for OSU like it has so many other games this year. But I tell you what, Iowa State's going to give them everything they got. Yeah, Those fans Spencer, up there are going to be absolutely rowdy.
1: Spencer Sanders has to play the like the best game of his career this weekend. If he doesn't, then I don't know. That defense better step it up for Oklahoma State. I tell you
0: what, I don't even think he played that badly against Texas. He had a bunch of key drops. From he receivers. did. Yeah. If uh, if those receivers don't drop those passes like those those deep balls, because Spencer Sanders can't throw a decent deep ball, yeah, he's just inconsistent with the short intermediate throws.
1: But true. Well, my number one, yeah. my number one is Pittsburgh over Clemson. See, all right. So and we, I put this because I'm 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 scared, honestly. You're scared like I am <laughs> because. I've seen Pittsburgh in the past. I've seen Clemson run over them before in the past. I've just never seen Clemson come into a game four and two and unranked for the first time in I don't know how many years. And they Clemson almost lost to Syracuse last weekend, guys. I know they should have done it. They should have lost. Syracuse did not make the field goal and they could have won. I mean, they would have tied the game, but Syracuse had a chance to win. But yeah, I think yeah. I just think Pittsburgh right now is better. On both sides, than Clemson, but that is a scary game to watch.
0: So, a lot of the games this week, they can have, we can have a lot of good games this week, but there's some under-the-radar matchups that a lot of people are overlooking. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State at Iowa State, big one. So scared. I'm going to watch the hell out of that one.
1: Yeah, I'll be watching that one, too.
0: Oregon-UCLA, under the radar. Apparently, it's game day. I had no idea. Also, I just want to watch a rivalry game. Notre Dame at US. Uh, USC at Notre Dame it might be fun but I sure. I, I think Notre Dame's going to be able to take that so we'll see how it works out uh I'll, I'll probably refresh all of you listeners about Garrett's record after this week we'll see how it goes um and without further ado let's get into pillow fights of the week Garrett this is your first pillow fight of the pillow fights of the week what do you think of my selections here we're gonna oh, I'm excited. With, we're going to start out with college and uh, I, I'm going to add a new wrinkle into this. We're going to, I want to pick these games, but I also want to end up picking which one is actually going to be the worst. Okay. We're okay. going to pick the winner of each game, but also pick which one is going to be worse. Ooh, worse to watch.
1: Oh, I or, can already no. tell you which one's going to be worse to watch right here. Just so, looking at the, looking at the ones you're giving me right now. It's easy. All right. So, so we got Colorado at
0: Cal. West Virginia at TCU, and then Mississippi State at Vandy. So uh, with Colorado at Cal, uh,
1: who are you going to take, Garrett? Cal favored um, by nine. I mean, I have, the last time I saw Colorado, they were playing A and in Boulder or in Denver, actually. Yeah, it was. Playing yeah, it was in Denver. Denver. Should have been should have been played in Boulder. And Colorado should have won that game. Uh huh. Just saying. Um, yeah, Colorado really should have won that game. <laughs> I don't know. Like, is California good or are they just a sleeper team? Cal? No, they're not good. They're one and five.
0: Oh, um, Colorado. Oh, okay. Colorado is two and four because they beat the crap out of Arizona, who actually might now be one of the worst teams in college football. Um, Arizona keeps making me think they're going to win some games every now and then. Cause I, I, I thought it, I thought Arizona might be Colorado cause they are that bad, but Yeah,
1: Colorado managed to get a win against them last week at home. I'm going to say Colorado takes this win. Yep. Just looking back at California Cal's record and games they played, they have not looked the best. No. They should have
0: beaten Oregon. They should have. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Colorado, too. I really do think they're a better team than Cal. They're they're still going through that transitional period. Yeah. They got a new head coach right before COVID started, and – yeah, I I think Colorado top to bottom is a better team than Cal right now. But we'll see. At the very least, if Colorado loses,
1: if at least Colorado cover. loses,
0: then at Colorado least yeah, Colorado will at least cover. Yeah. So also probably take the under on this game.
1: Yeah, I would take the under for sure. I whatever s- it is,
0: whatever it is, take the under. Uh, let me let me actually give it a uh do 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 do, do 43 43, take the under. <laughs> yeah, definitely the under. Not even. Take getting that close under, to baby. 43. So next game, West Virginia at TCU. TCU favored by four and a half. Um both I mean, teams TC- look pretty bad. I-, I think this is a game where you might want to take the over. Clearly, TCU's got an offense. Uh, have a defense. They don't have a defense. They don't yeah. have a defense. Yeah, I guess. They got not. shredded by Texas, got shredded by OU. I mean, they let Tech score
1: 30 on them, so I'm I'm going with TCU. Um, the reason why is West Virginia let Texas Tech beat them, and oh, yeah. there's there's yeah. nothing else to
0: say about. By it. By transitive property of football, TCU's got this game in the bag. Yeah, uh, I I wish Neil Brown just had a, had some better showings down the road because I really did think West Virginia had a shot to be good. I just don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he lost the locker room or what, but they've fallen off a cliff.
1: Yep, and I'm the cliff sure. has gone sideways real quick.
0: And uh, yeah, I, I would take TCU as well, and they're probably TCU's probably covering as well. Oh, like, for sure, covering. For sure. Take the over. It. And yeah. What is
1: the over? Okay, well this game. Oh, it's a night game. That's why. Um, it's. Fifty-seven and a half.
0: Hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe take the under then. Well, well, because
1: like they can both score. That's the thing. Very well. Except I'm not sure though. I'm not sure if they can. With TCU, I know they can score. TCU, I know they can. Yeah. But West Virginia, I I say take the under. Don't. It's not going above fifty-seven and a half. I'm going with the under. All right.
0: So. And the next game Mississippi State at Vandy. I was kind of running out of games. There's not a lot of whole good pillow fights of the week that aren't just low hanging fruit. So obviously, so Mississippi State favored by 21. It's at Vandy, but Mississippi State just got killed. And I know they're not very good. So
1: yeah, this is the game of the week that is not going to be watched. No one wants to watch <laughs> this is your Vandy. pillow fight. This is your pillow fight. Who wants to watch Mississippi State and Vandy, bro? Are you Mississippi- kidding me? Pick who's going to win, and then I will explain to you why this is not the Pillow Fight of the Week. Mississippi State is going to win. Mike Leach is going to run over this exactly. Vandy team. Exactly. Yeah, and they're going to cover, too. Yeah, of course. So, the Pillow Fight of the Week is not this game.
0: The Pillow Fight of the Week is Colorado at Cal. Explain to me. Colorado, two and four. They only teams they've beaten are Northern Colorado – And a winless Arizona team. Cal, I don't even know who they beat. (laughs) They're probably not very good. And then they've lost all their other games.
1: They beat Sacramento State.
0: Exactly. Exactly my point. So, So. that is the pillow fight of the week, okay? There is no way at all to justify any other of these games being – like uh, the pillow fight of the week in college, okay? Mississippi I mean, State is a has they've beaten people. They have,
1: but Mississippi State beat a And M. Okay, but look at Vandy. You're they're playing a Vandy team who's okay. Never mind, Vandy's actually two and five. They've actually won games. Yeah, exactly. So Vandy, I mean, maybe maybe you Maybe you are right. Maybe the pillow fight of the week is Colorado Cow. Like, I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> gotta be. So, uh, we're going to get into the NFL real quick. So, Denver at Cleveland. Only reason this is on here is just because Denver's not good, and Cleveland has, like, half of a team right now. And Cleveland is favored by three and a half, probably just because they're the home team. Don't Mm. know if Baker's going to play. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, both out. They're going to start Dearness Johnson. The defense is a mess, except for the defensive line. Like, Cleveland's going to have to win this game with defense if they're yeah. going to do any – if they're going to win this game because their offense is not going to be good. No. So, I would probably take Cleveland,
1: no cover, probably take the under. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Cleveland all the way. Um, it doesn't matter if they're missing key players or if some players didn't practice yesterday or day. Cleveland's going to find a way to win. They're not going to let this game slip out of their hands. Because if they did, then Kevin Savowski or however you pronounce Stefanski, his last name, yeah. Stefanski, he will have a lot of questions to be asking or getting asked to him by the media. And
0: all I, the I don't know. I think those questions
1: get ignored because, like, half the team's injured. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the um, over-under is 42-and-a-half. So yeah. So – Definitely
0: under. Yeah. So, next one, Falcons at Dolphins. Falcons favored by two. Uh. I'm just going to go out and say this this is probably the winner of Pillow Fight of the Week in the NFL. Falcons are bad. Dolphins are probably the worst team in the the NFL at this point since they lost to the Jags. There's a worse team than them. Texans
1: still? No, the Lions. The Lions haven't won Uh, a game. That's true. That's true. The Texans at least won their first game of the year against the Jags. So, yeah.
0: And the Dolphins have won a game, too, so. Yeah. All right, well, that makes sense. But, uh, yeah, I would I, – I'd probably take the Falcons in this game because I don't think there's any way the Dolphins are going to dig themselves
1: out of whatever hole they put themselves in. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, Falcons, because Tua just came back last week against Trevor Lawrence and Jack's team in London, so he didn't look his best. Yeah. And that Miami team's got a lot of questions to ask themselves as an organization. Take the Falcons to cover, but I,
0: I you might, gotta take, cover, I might
1: take the under 47 and a half. Uh, maybe an over. Mm, I don't know. That's a, that's a hard one. Um, I want to say the under because, but barely, barely the under by like All right. two points, it's going to cover somehow.
0: And then, uh, okay, Chiefs at Titans. I just threw this in here just because the Chiefs are bad. Titans don't have a defense, but they, they showed they showed they have enough defense to stop Josh Allen on a fourth and one, pretty much on the goal line. So, Chiefs are favored by four and a half. I, I, I do think the Chiefs managed to win this thing, but it is not going to be easy.
1: Oh, definitely not. Chiefs are going to win it, but they are going to struggle, and Derrick Henry is going to – Go through that Chiefs defensive line like it was not like they he like he did against the Bills defensive line. Yeah, basically,
0: it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game for Chiefs fans to watch. Definitely, but pillow fight of the week in the NFL, I think, is undoubtedly Falcons, Falcons and the Dolphins. Dolphins. It, i
1: Yeah, that's, that's it. Like, come on, it's gonna be a great game. I mean, two crappy teams playing against each other. We're really gonna figure out because on paper or stat-wise, like, the matchup prediction is, like, Falcons still favored by two, but, like, 49-point, like, 1% chance to win, and, and then Miami's, like, 50.001% chance of winning. Like, it's intense.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's not going to be a pretty game, to say the least. No. So, uh, that about does it for all that we have today. Uh Thanks for listening. Hope you had a great time. Uh, You can find me, the Cheap Seats, on SoundCloud and Spotify uh, through my own SoundCloud or on the Ocast. Garrett, uh, Garrett's on SoundCloud too. Give him a listen. uh, The Let's Talk podcast. Uh,
1: Garrett, say goodbye. (laughs) Thanks for having me on, man. This was a blast. And um, I'm hoping to have you on my podcast soon. And I hope to make another appearance on your podcast soon. Of course, had a great time. So uh, again, thanks for listening
0: and remember, it's always more fun in the cheap seats. See you next week.